I'm very pleased to introduce Dr. Bradley Nelson, who is author of The Emotion Code, How to Release Your Trapped Emotions for Abundant Health, Love, and Happiness. Dr. Bradley Nelson, welcome to Mind Talk. Well, thank you, Dr. Brewer. I am thrilled to be here. Now, Dr. Nelson, you are described as a holistic chiropractic physician and medical intuitive. What exactly is a medical intuitive? Well, a medical intuitive it, uh, is basically just someone who looks beyond the normal way of looking at things and has developed their intuitive abilities uh, so that they can tell people what is really going on with them. And uh, during all the years that I was in my brick-and-mortar practice, 17 years, I was really obsessed with figuring out what was really wrong with my patients, you see. And um, so during those years, I figured out that you can actually get information from the subconscious mind. It's the most powerful computer in the known universe. The conscious mind uh, is where we live and make our decisions, but it, we forget things all the time. And we get in trouble because we forget things. The, the conscious mind is like a computer with a very small amount of memory. But the subconscious mind is this holographic archiving computer, and it's remembering everything that's going on with us all the time. And the whole history of your health or disease is logged in that subconscious mind, and it knows um, everything about what is needed to get you completely well and abundant and happy. And the fascinating thing about this is that when we tap into the subconscious mind, and that's, by the way, that's what's in the emotion code. Part of it is, uh, is uh, that we teach anyone how to get information out of that subconscious mind, because otherwise, if we don't, we're really just guessing. And most of Western medicine is based on guesswork. Indeed. If you've got some kind of a, right? Absolutely. If you have a symptom, you know, we give you some kind of a drug, and we see how that works. And if it doesn't work, we try something else. Meanwhile, the subconscious mind, the whole entire time, knows exactly with a perfect understanding, I believe, down to the cellular level and even beyond that, exactly what a person needs. So... That was what I based my practice on, and it worked so well that um, during the last 10 years of my practice, I was primarily working with people that have been told there was no cure for them. They've been given up on by Western medicine, and yet uh, the vast majority of those people were able to get well uh, by, uh, because I was tapping into that internal computer system. And I think that this understanding is really going to uh, it's really going to change everything in years to come because it's going to change how we look at the body. Uh, the body is extraordinarily intelligent, really, and it knows what it needs. Well, during all those years, the, um, uh, the fascinating thing that I found was no matter what my patients were suffering from, whether it was back pain or neck pain or migraine headaches or asthma or digestive disorders or infertility, or depression or anxiety or phobias or panic attacks or PTSD, no matter what they were suffering from, no matter how old they were, what I found was they always had something in common. And what they had in common was what we typically refer to as emotional baggage. We say things, right, sometimes, Pamela, like, oh, you know, that guy's just got a lot of emotional baggage. Exactly. <laughs> right? <laughs> Not realizing there is a profound truth there and it has to do with energy medicine. And of course, energy medicine really is nothing more than simply understanding that, uh, that the human body is an energy field, a very complex energy field. Quantum physicists have been telling us that for over 100 years now. But uh, 
first of all, understanding that the body is an energy field and then working with the body and taking care of it for what it really truly is. So here's what happens to us. First of all, we experience different emotions in our lives, and sometimes different emotions are very powerful, and we'd rather not experience them. Sometimes we go through intense emotional events. And during those times when we're feeling those intense emotions, the energy of that emotion can become trapped in the body. Now, understand, this is a very different way to look at emotions, but what we believe on an energetic level, on a quantum level, when you're feeling an intense emotion of anger, you're feeling a certain energy, a certain frequency. Every emotion, we believe, has its own specific frequency or vibration. Anger is different from frustration, and that's different from hatred, and shame is different from helplessness and so on. They're all different. When you're feeling an emotion very powerfully, the energy of that emotion can actually become trapped in a way in the body. It took me a long time to figure this out. But uh, because these trapped emotions are literally invisible. But I'll always remember um, many, many years ago when I was first researching this, there was a woman who came into me and thought she was having a heart attack. Mm -hmm. And she had difficulty breathing and uh, crushing chest pain. The left side of her face was numb. Her left arm was completely numb. And she had difficulty breathing. And I told my staff, we might need an ambulance. But I did some testing with her. And what I found was that she had a trapped emotion of grief. Now, in the emotion code, we teach how you can get this information. It's very, very fast, very simple, very easy. Anyone can do it. We have kids doing it as young as six years old. But um, I found that she had this trapped emotion of grief. And so I asked some more questions and found that this had occurred three years before. When I arrived at that, she suddenly burst into tears. And she said, I can't believe that's affecting me still. I thought I dealt with all that. And I said, well, what happened to you? She said that three years before, her husband had an affair, and it broke her heart, and she cried buckets of tears, and it led to her divorce, and she spent a year in therapy, uh, put it all behind her, and had recently been remarried, uh, gotten remarried, and so she, as far as she was concerned, that ex-husband was ancient history, but as far as her body was concerned, no, it was like it had just happened. And I released that emotional energy from her, which is very, again, just takes a few seconds. And the feeling came back into her arm and into her face within about three seconds. Whoosh. And the difficulty breathing, the chest pain was all gone. And she left the office 10 minutes later, as happy as could be. And she's never had another problem with her, um, with her heart area, no chest pain, nothing. And it's been 20, um, about 27 years now. And she's still fine. I'm still in touch with her. Now, if you think about that, when she left my office, by the way, I remember sitting down at my desk, and I was absolutely just flabbergasted. I couldn't imagine how an emotion could cause symptoms like that. But, of course, now we know, don't we, Pamela, that people die all the time of what's now called cardiac syndrome. Absolutely. Where you, you die know, of what, a broken what, heart. What's, right? what's interesting, though, is as you're describing this, it, you know, it, it halfway sounds like it's impossible, and the other half of it sounds like, well, this has got to be magic. And then the third half of it, if you will, sounds like <laughs> it's just impossible. This is just impossible. Well, you know, um, flight was supposed to be impossible for a long, long time, and I recently got my pilot's license. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, 
Don't be so sure that what's in, what you think is impossible is, in fact, impossible. Well, exactly right, C. And what happened, what happened with me was um, I, I ha- have had in my life, I've had some really profound spiritual experiences that, uh, that have helped me to understand that there, there is a God in heaven, there's a higher power, uh, and we are greatly loved, and we're all children of, of a, a loving God. When I got into practice, uh, which, by the way, was an answer to prayer, I got in the habit of asking for God's help with each person that I saw. I would just take a moment, and this was a totally private thing. No one ever knew I was doing this, but I would just take a moment and ask for help and just direct my thoughts to heaven, and, and that would be it. And I'll tell you something. There were times, Pamela, especially during the last 10 years that I was in practice working with all of those helpless people, where someone would come in with something that I didn't know how to deal with or I didn't know how to approach, and I would offer that silent prayer, and the information about what that person needed would literally flood into my mind. It was the most incredible thing, and sometimes uh, the information would be uh, about a completely different way to look at things than what I had ever even imagined before. But you see, what's happening now is this work, the emotion code, is spreading all over the all over the earth. Uh, we um, we have we have people now in over 200 countries that are doing this work. We get testimonials literally every single day from people all over the world, different countries who are finding out. Yes, this works. In fact, let me tell you a story. I was talking with a woman recently. Uh, talk about impossible. Listen to this one. This is really, this is true, but amazing. This woman told me that um, she bought the Emotion Code book and bought the book on audio and started reading it and listening to it. And her son picked it up and started reading it and listening to it as well. And he started practicing with his friends. And she didn't pay much attention, but a couple of weeks later, the phone rang. And the woman on the other end of the line identified herself as the mother of one of her son's friends. And she said, listen, she said, your son's been doing this emotion thing with the other boys, and she said, I haven't really paid much attention. However, she said, something really dramatic has happened. She said, my son has had a phobia of water all of his life, and we've taken it to different people. Nothing has ever worked. She said, right now, my son is swimming in the swimming pool with the other boys for the first time in his entire life. She said, your son did this to him she said, I cannot wrap my mind around this. What in the world is he doing? How is this even possible? Those two boys are only 11 years old. 11. That's how powerful. Yep. That's, that's how powerful amazing. and how simple this is, you see. Anybody can do it. All right. Can well, you share with us some of the circumstances that often result in trapped emotions? Sure. Well, straight out of the book, uh, some of these, are, I think, are going to be really obvious. Loss of a loved one, divorce relationship problems, breakups, financial hardship, home or work stress, uh, miscarriage uh, or abortion, physical trauma, physical or emotional combat, physical, mental, verbal, or sexual abuse, negative self-talk, 
negative beliefs about yourself or others, long-term stress, rejection, physical illness, feelings of inferiority, internalization of feelings, neglect or abandonment. Of course, that's a partial list. I mean, there are so many different circumstances that we all go through. They're different for all of us. And we experience so many emotions all the time. And it's a great blessing, I believe, that we experience emotions. We learn from them and so on. Without emotions, our life would just be a flat gray line. It wouldn't be worth right. living. Let me ask you but, this about these um, the circumstances. You're right. I mean, many of them, if you think about it for half a second, it makes complete sense. But the negative self-talk and negative beliefs about yourself and others, you know, we live in a world, as you well know, where negative talk, quite frankly, is almost the order of the day. Negative self-talk, I, I just think as a people, we're so used to it. And yet what you're saying is that this negative self-talk, not only does it have an impact on you emotionally, but you're saying that there's a physical impact as well, and that, in fact, it's very powerful. I guess that's, a, that's what I want to get to, the power yes. of negative self-talk. Can you speak to that? Yes, very, very powerful indeed. In fact, um, in fact, what I have found is over the last 27 years of working with people all over the world, what I have found is that emotional baggage is the single biggest common denominator for all the illnesses that we suffer from whether they're physical or mental or emotional. The symptoms that we experience, the physical pain, the malfunction, the problems with organs, the cancer, every cancer, for example, that I've seen 27 years now has always, cancer always has emotional baggage. Now, of course, if you go to Western medicine, you get chemo and radiation, but with really going on, what I like to do is I like to figure out what the underlying causes. You see, I believe that when the body expresses symptoms, whatever those symptoms might be, there are underlying causes. And the number one most common underlying cause is actually emotional baggage. And let me explain to your listeners how this actually works. Okay, great. You, you see, what happens is, if you look at your hand, your hand looks pretty solid, you know, and it looks familiar. But if you magnified your hand 100 times, it would look totally different. If you magnify it a million times, you'd be looking face-to-face -face with a single individual atom. Now, if you could look inside that atom, you'd see that there's really almost nothing in there. It's just almost entirely empty space. And then there's some little infinitesimally tiny energies that are zipping around at the speed of light in there. And that's really what we are. That's what you are. We're beings of pure energy. Now, when you're feeling an intense emotion, at the quantum level, what's going on is there's this new vibration that's happening with you. And you might be feeling it as anger or resentment or sadness or grief or whatever it is, but sometimes, for some reason, what happens is if that emotion is powerful enough, the energy of that emotion will get stuck somehow in the body so that after the bully moves away or you quit that job or you get the divorce or whatever it is or the breakup ends and so on, what ends up happening is you end up having emotional baggage and we refer to this emotional baggage, we call it trapped emotion. Now, a trapped emotion is literally a ball of energy, emotional energy, uh, from about the size of a baseball to about the size of a, of a cantaloupe. And these will lodge in the body someplace. Now, the fascinating thing about this is these things, these trapped emotions affect us in two very specific ways. 
They affect us physically. Why? Because wherever that ball of emotional energy lodges in your body, the tissues within that little sphere of energy uh, are being distorted because these trapped emotions distort the normal energy field of the body. And because that's really all your body is, ultimately, is just an energy field, they're distorting the tissues of the body themselves. And so what's happening is the chemical reactions taking place in that little ball of anger within, those, within that ball of resentment or sadness, uh, whatever it is, chemical reactions are being interfered with. The flow of energy through that area is interfered with. Uh, blood flow is interfered with to some extent. And so what happens is these things affect us physically. And so what I have found is that 90% of all the physical pain that people experience is actually due to their emotional baggage. I can take 10 people that are in acute physical pain and I can release emotional baggage from nine of them and their pain will lessen dramatically or completely disappear and I can do that within about five minutes for each one of them. And I can do it all day long. And so can the you know, thousands of people that, uh, that are using this work all over the world. But these things affect us in another way, too. And that is a fascinating thing. But think about this. Remember that an emotion that's trapped in the body is literally a ball of emotional energy. And it is vibrating at its specific vibrational rate. This is what we believe. And so well, if you have a trapped emotion of anger, uh, what's happening is part of your body is actually feeling that emotion on a continual basis, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And so as a result, what happens is, let's say that the emotion is anger. Okay. By the way, we all have these. We all have a variety of these. But let's say you have a trapped emotion of anger. Uh, what happens then is if a situation arises where you might tend to feel angry, you will tend to feel angry much more easily, much more readily than you otherwise would. Why? Because literally part of your body is resonating at that frequency 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Let me shift gears for you here and let's talk about the, uh, the heart. Okay. Because this is the most, most important part of the emotion code. Well, first of all, let me explain. Ancient peoples believed the heart to be the seat of the soul, the source of creativity and love and romance and really the core of our being. And, of course, in Western medicine, we've never paid any attention to that. We've just uh, believed that the heart is just a muscular pump. It pumps blood. That's all it does. But um, back in the 1960s, when we started doing heart transplants, we started finding some strange things. People would come back after having a heart transplant, and they would report strange things. They would say things like, you know, my handwriting has totally changed or my taste in music or sports or food totally changed. Or they'd say, I have memories of places that I have never been, and I know that I've been there. It's, am I losing my mind? Well, when they would connect up with the family of the heart donor, they would find out in every case that, uh, yes, the heart donor, our son or our daughter, she had been to those places where you have memories of and yes, she loves baseball and eating hot dogs at the baseball game, just like you do now. Or she loves classical music, or he was really into sports or this or whatever. And oh my gosh, that's my son's handwriting that you have now. I mean, think, if that doesn't make your hair stand up, absolutely, I don't know what will uh, uh, but, that that data right? pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, 
what can, what's happened here is that um, in about the last 15 or 20 years, we've started to understand that uh, there's far, far more going on with the heart than we ever realized before. Now, there are whole books written about this phenomenon of cellular memory that yes. I was referring to, but they've done studies now with uh, there's a new device called a magnetocardiogram that measures the magnetic field of the heart, a very sensitive machine. And they found that the heart puts out an energy field that is about 12 feet in diameter and uh, making it by far the most powerful organ in the body. Now, they've also found that when one person is feeling love or affection for another person, their heartbeat will become measurable within moments in the magnetic brain waves of that person that they're focusing love or affection on. Think about that. There is an energy that is going from your body to another person's body when you feel love or affection for them. And uh, fascinating thing. Well, what I have discovered, what was shown to me a number of years ago, is that when we go through that experience that we call heartache or when we feel like our heart is going to break, that is really an assault on the core of our being. And that's why if you've ever felt like your heart was going to break, you know it's a physical sensation, right? Yes, absolutely. You ever felt that, Pamela? Um, okay. Well, most people have. Yeah. And the subconscious mind doesn't like that, you see. And so what it will do is it will put up a wall around that heart to protect the heart from being totally broken. And that wall is literally made of your emotional baggage. Some of that emotional baggage that you've been carrying around all your life just gets moved and gets formed into this heart wall. And I never would have imagined that this goes on. But 93% of people have a heart wall, 2%. 93%. So with this wall that is essentially energy but negative energy am i understanding this correctly it's negative energy yes absolutely that negative energy that unknowingly we are keeping alive and by being yeah. able to release that it actually allows us our heart our whole being to breathe it sounds like in a very different way well yes absolutely and you know the um the interesting thing about this was, you see, my wife, uh, I discovered this on my wife. She had a dream a number of years ago. And as I was trying to help her interpret this dream that she'd had, I suddenly had what I can only describe to you as a waking vision, where suddenly before me, I, I, I saw this beautiful hardened floor. And this lasted for several minutes. And at the same time that I'm seeing this floor, I have this understanding that comes into my mind that my wife's heart is underneath no idea what this means and I told her what I was seeing and understanding and I had never had anything like this happen before my, in my life but uh, this came from up above this had to be shown to someone and it was shown to me well when she was two years old we found she had started to put up this wall around her heart it was a totally you know a, totally a subconscious thing uh, but uh, she was in a very volatile family her father was a rageaholic you know it was very unsafe and so the price that she paid for having this wall around her heart all of her life, it was easy for her to feel negative emotions, but hard to feel positive ones. It was difficult for her to really make friends on a deep level. It was hard for her to really connect with people. And uh, no matter what group she was with, even people that she'd known for her whole life, she always felt like she was on the outside looking in. And 
it took us a couple of weeks of releasing these emotions from that heart wall. And when that last emotion is finally gone, suddenly she felt like she was on the inside looking out, like she finally belonged for the first time in her life. So I'm sorry. It, I, I was saying it's, it's, it's just extraordinary. Well, it, it really is. And what's so great about it is that uh, you can do it yourself. Now, if you want someone to do this with you, we have about 2,500 certified practitioners now in about 60 countries around the world. And the fascinating thing about this, to, to, to stretch everyone's mind a little bit more, this work is the purest form of energy work. And energy work is totally different from taking some kind of a medication. Energy work can be done at any distance. So the vast majority of our thousands of practitioners actually work with people uh, in other countries all over the world that they may never even meet in person, and yet uh, it works just as well at a, di- at a distance as it does in person. So think about that. <laughs> it, it's absolutely extraordinary. It Brad, I, uh, unfortunately, we have pretty much used up all of our time today, but I would like to ask you to share a, a website or a way that folks can be in touch and learn more about the Emotion Code. Well, of course, you can buy the Emotion Code soft cover on Amazon.com, or you can go to Barnes & Noble, other bookstores. Um, but if you'd like to download the book on audio, I have a special gift for your listeners. If you go to um, Emotion Code Gift, that's Emotion Code Gift, G-I-F-T, EmotionCodeGift.com, you can download a free copy of the Emotion Code as a PDF. It's the full book. You can read it right on your computer or on your iPad or iPhone, whatever. But you can also, at that same site, EmotionCodeGift.com, you can download the book on audio. It's a 10-chapter book, and there are 10 MP3 downloads there. You can download it, start listening to it and reading it. And... Um, that's a, my free gift to you. We don't want there to be any block in the way, financial block or anything else, so that you can start learning this and uh, and doing it. And you, you can always buy the soft cover whenever you want, but this is my free gift to you. And it may just change your whole life like it's changing other people's lives all over the planet. That What an amazing gift. Emotioncodegift.com. Thank you very much for that, Brad. That is absolutely wonderful. Well, absolutely. I mean, you're so welcome. And, you know, it's a fascinating thing, but I'll tell you, um, Pamela, I believe that uh, everything that's happened to me in my life, all the experiences, all the knowledge, all, all the spiritual experiences have prepared me to bring this work into the world at a time when the world really needs it. Indeed. It really doesn't have anything to do with me, except I'm just a teacher. I'm here to show people what they can do themselves. It's so empowering. It's really amazing. Well, you know, your your joy with being able to express this and describe this and explain this absolutely comes through. So I, I thank you for your work and for your joy and for your gift. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me on and giving, giving me a chance to uh, to get the word out about this. That's, uh, that's my mission. I know what I'm supposed to do. So that's good. <laughs> we may have to have you back again. Thank you again. <laughs> and folks, thank you for joining me on this edition of Mind Talk. Mind Talk is brought to you daily as an educational public service, and it is not intended to replace any work that you might choose to do with a licensed medical, mental health, or other professional.
Mind Talk is produced by Jim Brown and 26 by 2 Communications, and it is available to you on demand 24-7 by going to mindtalk.org, or you can simply go to iTunes and download the Mind Talk app. If you would like to be in touch with me directly, you can send an email to Pamela at mindtalk.org. That is a confidential email address. Only I will see it. So again, that's P-A-M-E-L-A at M-Y-N-D-T-A-L-K dot O-R-G. And folks, remember always, if it's unacceptable, well, it's unacceptable. Thank mm-hmm. you.